And then all of a sudden I see in my rear view, like security guards come walking from the thing. And I'm like, Denver. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. We're back, baby. Come on, baby. You better believe it. That was so. Well. I, I was gonna. Was I was gonna sing something, and then I was like, "Hold oh, no, on, wait. I yeah. might not hit that note, yeah. so I refrained hey, from it." We don't. I, I was in there. I was getting it, and then I was like, "Oh, better not." We don't have a spirit of fear. Okay, that is true. If you want to get a note, get a note, man. Uh, he always hypes up. Carl always hypes up your singing, because so I don't want to like amazing. hit one, and then y'all condemn me yeah. as usual, as per usual yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. So. Thank you, Carl. I do have, and guys, we're actually going to try. We've talked about it. We didn't have the GoPro set up, but we're going to start having a camera on Carl because we talk about him every episode, and you've got to see his face. It's That's some right. comedic relief. That's you right. see Carl. That's right. No, but just he's a part of this. We want him to be engaging more with the shot. So, also, one camera here. You see, this is the only angle that we're doing, which means we have a guest today. But before we get to him, want to remind you about the swag. Uh, and so instead of me talking about it, check out this short video. First, I wanted to show you our Live Free Freedom Tees. You can get these on S2L.net. And don't forget about our blue and gray S2L hoodies, also available on S2L.net. And for our newest drop, the limited edition Snapback S2L hat, baby. You can purchase all of these on s2l.net and remember all the proceeds from the merch that we sell go directly to our scholarship fund uh, for men who need help with affording the expenses of coming into our program so we love you guys we always appreciate and are grateful for your support and we love jesus baby That's awesome. I love that video. Come, ain't no big, let me hit him with that. <laughs> hit him with that, that awkward arm pose. <laughs> hey, and speaking of S2L.net, it doesn't talk about it on the video, but you can also find our curriculum there. You could find our video series, but you can also find the Forgotten Pandemic documentary that is just amazing feedback. And speaking of the Forgotten Pandemic documentary, today's episode, we have a very special guest, the man, the myth, the leaven, the leaven bread, the, yeah, the, the leavened leaven. bread. The man, the myth, the legend, Denver Schindel. Welcome, Dem- Denver. I can't even talk. Welcome, Denver. How are you, man? What's up, bro? I'm just gonna get back to the oven over there and just keep kneading. Yeah, keep, the dough. keep leavening that, bed, that bread. Hold yeah, on, so- I'll have it hot in 20 minutes, or it's at yours. <laughs> hey, that's right. Uh, so, for those that don't know, if you if you haven't seen some of the things we've done, Denver. Man, he directed, produced, uh, spent many of nights uh, on Zoom calls as we're editing. Uh, he was, he was. The Lord put him on my heart uh, when the vision came to to produce the documentary, to create it. And uh, from my perspective, uh, I saw it. I know what it looked like from a guy with an untrained eye. Uh, but I wanted to hear from him today. Just what did it? Because he'd never. He's. This is his industry. This is his business. He does videography, filming, editing, producing, directing. He does all of that for big corporations to, well, you'll hear more about it, but he's never made a documentary. And I could tell when I asked him at first, he was like, huh? 
oh, I've never done that. Uh, and then this, as we talked, it just made more and more sense. And man, we traveled, I don't know how many hundreds of miles we drove to capture some of this stuff, but we got really close, man. I, I feel like that was a cool part of this journey, but, yep. but tell us a little bit about from your perspective, what it was like to work on the documentary. Cause I mean, you were talking about, um, talk, you know, engaged with, about addiction and stuff. And that was not a part of your life or a part of, um, a lot of the stuff that you were involved in. So hearing that maybe for the first time, some of that stuff, what was it like just the whole shebang for you? Yeah. I feel like I was kind of a, like, you know, yeah, a good, like third party guy. Cause I'm coming in kind of cold, you know, off the bench, if you will. Uh, and I would just, you know, shout out blaze pizza. It all began at it that did. table at blaze Ooh, pizza. Blaze, told you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but anyway, yeah, obviously, you know, the one thing that captured me, captured me from the beginning was your passion. Adam, you know, obviously like you were very like, this is what you do. This is your passion. This is, um, you know, this is your ministry. And so it's like, oh, wow. I, I just feel like this whole process has been just an eye opening thing from every, mm-hmm. I mean, talking to you and then, and then it's, uh, it's backed up with other people we interview or th- this pastor comes in or this guy, you know, it's like, wow, the stuff that you're saying, you know, I mean, anyway, like you're going to hear some crazy, you're going to hear stories. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. People say that, you know, and it's like, nope, that's absolutely what happened. Um, you know, we, we met some people and we heard some stories and saw and heard about transformation. That was probably the biggest thing for me. It's like, wow. And these stories of, uh, and I'm a pastor now and the, the ministry that they're doing because of their addiction, because of what they went through, um, how God was able to use that and turn that into something unbelievable and beautiful. So, uh, it was, I mean, yeah, like exactly what you said, man, I don't think God, sometimes he doesn't call the equipped, right? He equips the called. So hmm. I did not. I did not certainly feel like I was the dude for the task when you said, Hey brother, what do you think about this? And I'm like, you know, again, not really doing the documentary thing, more of a, more of a, I'm more of the, like the, the hype and the sizzle guy. And, uh, you know, these, some of these different like corporate things I, I've done, it's just, a, it's not, it's not like, you know, world changing stuff. And so that's what we're talking about. So anyway, I knew the stakes were high and, uh, but I knew you had a good vision for it. And so I, you know, when I didn't know, especially the expert stuff, I was like, Adam, you're the expert. I'll make sure it looks good, sounds good, and we'll tell a compelling story out of this thing. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, like that's why I was like, okay, he, you're gonna get the title of director, man, because this is this is your baby. I'll do everything else. I wear all the other hats. But uh, it was it was a fantastic process, and uh, I think definitely longer it took longer than we all thought it would, obviously. But uh, we're. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot about making a film that, that I did not know about. And, uh, I'll get into that a little bit later, but yeah, yeah there's a lot of things that I just had no clue of and probably yeah. was pretty dumb too. One of the things too, that I was just thinking Denver probably feels like he knows you guys way more than you know, because these two Carl and Ryan were two of the four kind of stories that we followed through the documentary. Right. And at the end it kind of says, Hey, this and this, and so, I mean, a lot of time went into editing y'all's interviews and talking through y'all's interviews. And so, um, when I talk about Carl and Ryan, uh, or Chitty to Denver, he's like, Oh yeah, I know them. Like he feels like he knows y'all. And I know, uh, Carl, he's helped you out a lot with just produce, getting this studio ready and our podcast. You've had lunch with him and stuff like that. And so, man, this feels like just a conversation of old friends that we've yeah. had forever. And mm-hmm. so. One of the things uh, I'll talk about kind of bringing it back to the documentary is the time and the attention to detail that you had and that for one minute, it was a 40 minute documentary. I think we had over a hundred hours of that, of stuff that we filmed, whether it be interviews or B roll. We good guy almost got arrested one night at a hospital trying oh. to get B roll. <laughs> 
<laughs> because it was, I mean, we drove to that one because I just knew that it was a site and we weren't trying to get like anything, but the, the hospital and just the B roll shot of that and Denver's out and I'm in the truck and it's late at night. I don't know what we shot. Oh, we were in downtown Nashville shooting, um, some of the shots that you see in the documentary. And I think it was and the teaser. That was the teaser night too, The right? teaser. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we use them in the documentary too. Yeah, yeah. Under the bridge, everything. Yeah. And so it was the teaser night. Yeah, yeah, we developed the teaser. That's right. And so we went to this hospital. <laughs> and Denver just gets into his zone, man. He's out. He's doing, he's like shooting this stuff. He sees it and no one else does. And I'm in the truck just kind of like driving, making sure. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I see in my rear view, like security guards come walking from the thing. And I'm like, Denver. And he's shooting. He's like, yeah, man. And I'm like, Denver, get in the truck. <laughs> and they stop us. And they're like, you're going to, I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to make it sound more than it was. But they're like, we need to see this film. Or you can't do that. They wanted us. it. They wanted they it. Wanted, they, wanted the, they wanted us to delete it or give them something yeah. there. And Denver looked at me as like, if I do that, man, we might lose everything we shot today. It could corrupt the card. I do not want to. That is not yeah. an yeah. appropriate and, response. And so I just looked at him and said, we're leaving, but we'll make a video showing you that we deleted it. And we did that. And, yeah, and we did. We got home that night. The first thing we did was make recorded a video of us deleting the shots of that hospital. And I emailed them and called them and it was good. But yeah. all that, just to say, there's funny stories we could talk about. Like, like they didn't know any of that. Right. Wow. Yeah, um, no. That, but the main the thing I want to say is your attention to detail and the aspect of, man, it was very common for us in those 10, 12 months that we would be editing till the wee hours of the morning. It would not be uncommon for me to uh, fall asleep and you to just hear me. <laughs> and then eventually just stops the Zoom meeting or whatever. Because, I mean, he's sharing his screen and we're going over. But, I mean, for one minute of finished product, the meticulous that Denver, the, just the nature of Denver and diving into that and making sure everything was perfect, every angle it opened my eyes to how hard it is to make film or anything quality on, on video. Yeah. And so well, let's man, talk tell, about, yeah, let's talk well, about people, it. Well, people talk about just quick note on that, just to people watching. And again, most people I don't, I would expect are not in the industry. They don't understand, but you know, it's like, I talked to, I have a lot of photographer friends and photographers are very valid and necessary. And people will ultimately assume like, Oh, well, you can do videos. So you can do photography. I'm like, well, uh, not, not really. That's not my, that's not my jam. Yes. I know composition and I can, whatever you're telling a story with one image I'm telling, uh, you know, where's they're shooting one frame. I've got 24 of them a second happening yeah, in second. sequence. And so you have to tell the story with it moving and, and being compelling. Like, it's like, you just have to freeze a moment, baby. You know, it's like not downplaying photographers because again, they have a, an amazing skill set, and uh, I, I can't do what they do, but it's just like, yeah, imagine that times 24 and it's got to, and we're doing that for 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, so it's, every frame is important and, and the pacing and the timing and visuals, like it's, you know, and, and audio half of good video, um, is, is good audio. And so it's like, you know, about the soundtrack and the, the EQ on voices and just all that stuff being balanced out sound effects and stuff like that in there. So yeah, anyway, yeah. it was, it's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, the amount of B roll, we definitely had stock B roll in it, um, that we paid for, but it was really kind of our heart's desire that we wanted our own B roll. We wanted our organic B roll that we went and shot and man, just the discipline to do that. And what Denver would, his vision for that and things like, even as we were just driving one time, he starts just filming out the window and it's this amazing shot in the documentary, maybe two seconds, maybe three seconds. If we're lucky of downtown Nashville, over the river purple. I mean, and it's just like, wow. 
and just, I don't know, and applying that. And then as he said, it's like telling a story, a hundred hours of content, stuff down to 40 minutes to tell the story that God's put on our heart. And for someone to do that, I just thought it was like, yeah, let's go, man, get your phone. Let's go. We're going to put it into, what is it? Adobe. Okay. We'll do that. And, but to make that look quality and palatable and, and very quality, I would say, I mean, yeah. there were, and I don't know how much I've talked with you after the fact, cause I kind of, we've kind of, you were talking about what you're doing later, but I went on like a circuit, man. And Carl knows, I mean, I was, I've been interviewed on numerous podcasts, radio shows, TV shows, uh, all talking about the documentary that, that you produced. Um, and it's gotten a lot of attention, a lot of Christian, um, what are they called? Plat streaming platforms. They're longing for this. Like they want it on their platform and we've just held off just to keep it where it is for now. But man, that's a good feeling to know that mm -hmm. the quality of a product that, that we put out, that God charged us with, we did it with excellence, man. And it's, 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 I had an, a lady email me yesterday that they're about to play it in her church. And I want to say it's in like Ohio and I mean, New York's played it in a church, obviously a bunch of different cities in Tennessee. We've had it in Florida and Alabama. A lot of these churches are like, this is a tool that we're, we see the problem, right? People are dying. Families are coming to pastoral care for like devastation in their family because of addiction. And now God's used us to give them a tool to communicate that addiction's not a surprise to God. There's other answers outside of that, man. And you've, you've been a part of that. And I think it's just an amazing gig. Well, thank you. I was thinking back to meeting Shitty. Some of the, you're talking about the guys. Yeah. So yes, the two dudes that you have that share this podcast with you, obviously yeah. top notch dudes. I love they these are. guys. <laughs> and uh, like, I, I do think back to, I mean, whether whether it was the first time I saw Chitty or not, I mean, I definitely feel like I know him a lot better from even interviewing him, uh, interviewing and stuff like that. But yes, I think you sent me a video of him like. <laughs> Uh, was it like, was it flossing with his shirt off or something like that? Okay. 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 <laughs> so the first time our first shoot, uh, where we were having a bunch of people come in on the same day to do interviews, we were, uh, at a church and Denver's like, Hey man, we need a runner. We need a show runner. Who's going to get people here, make sure they know, make sure they're comfortable, have them sign off on the releases. I was like, Hey, I got a guy. His name's Ryan. And I go, here's Ryan. And I just thought, <laughs> Oh my god! I sent him the text. I go, "This is right." And, and then, hey, show this right here, Carl. Here's what I, I yeah. sent the Denver. <laughs> and there it goes. <laughs> so that was Denver's first uh, first response, our first knowledge of who Ryan Chitty was. Chitty it didn't, Chitty it was. didn't didn't scare me away. It was cool. It was cool. Um, but but uh, no, what was funny though? Then I was just thinking, like how, the callback of that for you guys' first first uh, podcast. I, I tuned in. You know, I helped you guys set this thing up. I wanted to see how it. I got off the ground, and then I'm like, I'm like, wait, the teaser is him taking his shirt off and slapping it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I might have an issue. I guess I'll keep my my shirt on more. No, oh, no. and hey, Carl, put this picture in of when we were doing our staff photo shoot, oh, and he takes his shirt off there too. All Denver knows, and all the public knows, is that Ryan Chittister enjoys taking his shirt off. Oh gosh. We're going to get censored on this one. What you got to do, you got to give the ladies what they like. Am I right? Okay. I'll, I'll let you say that for me. You know, I'm not okay, going to say that come myself. On, come on. My mom but, might watch this. But anyway, no, aside from the goofiness, yeah. both these, seriously, both these guys are just yeah. the most top-notch, genuine people. The guys that you see either behind the desk with Carl and hopefully a little bit more on camera. Come on, let's get that man yeah. a camera. And then, right. uh, and then with Chitty up here, like they're, they're, everything you hear, they're the same dudes on and off camera. And so, oh, there he is. There he is. Hi. I'm going to just film this in. Yep. There's, there's the B-roll. 
<laughs> there it is. There's the shot. So anyway, um, and, and Carl, man, like, yeah, dude, just again, that first day with your interview. So that was the first day with Ryan, but then like the first day of your guys' interviews and just like hearing your stories, yeah. like there are, we'll talk about it later, probably when we talk about uh, what we've been reading in the Bible. But I'm like, there's certain things that like you guys have said on camera that now when I read them, I hear oh, that. So wow. it's, it's, it's really cool. Mm. That is powerful, man. And I remember, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that that kind of leads me into something that I was going to ask you, like throughout the whole process and the hours and hours worth of filming um, that took place, I'm sure there were several moments that just like they were just moments of being in awe of what God has done through certain individuals um, and just the many scenes that you filmed. Was there one that sticks out to you or many that sticks out to you that just like impacted you that you were like, oh, my gosh, like something God did minister through you through the people that you were filming, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how many times I'm trying to look at, think about Adam, like how many times have I, was I crying, you know, during mm. like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sensitive guy. Like, I'm a, I'm a yeah. sensi. And so, uh, which this, that's the best kind of work to be a part of. Like when you're like, mm. you're being moved on set and you're like, I'm yeah. doing my job, I'm being professional, but the, the Lord's working and, you know, and me and Ryan, to answer your question, I cannot think of, uh, maybe I will in a little bit, um, but I, there's nothing, there's nothing one like that stands out like, oh my gosh, but I just know like being emotional multiple times on set. I don't know if it was, uh, Corey. I mean, Corey, I just remember Corey's story was so incredible. Mm. Um, and then Pastor uh, oh, Jeff, Pastor Dan, Pastor where he Jeff. talks about his oh, kids, adopted Jeff, his kids. Yes, and then Dan, mm. yeah, Jeff, for sure. so much yeah. Yeah. back to back to back. And then to Dan back. with his brother and he got emotional. Mm. I mean, yeah, it was, I could not, I couldn't even imagine. That's what I'm saying. Seeing all of that. It's like, it was, it's a culmination of everything unfolding just yeah. right in front of your very eyes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, obviously <laughs> to answer your question, he'd say every time that, he interviewed me, wow. but well, yeah, he, did, know, he didn't say to, that, but, but, yeah. but, but, but I mean, because he knows he doesn't have to, cause you know, and I, you know, but yeah, I thought it was cool, man. Even the people we got to meet with Zach Williams and, mm, and yeah. him coming and he spent some time with us. I mean, he did. he's, he's peppered throughout pretty good in the documentary, but I mean, he gave us some good time there, man. And we didn't air a lot of the stuff that he said and he just, he was pretty real, not because he asked us not to or anything like that, but he gave us some quality time. So did um, Mark Hall. Mark Hall gave us some quality yeah. time, man. Yeah. And, and just almost from a wisdom perspective, I mean, the, the guy's been a youth pastor for years. Yeah. And to hear the wisdom, I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready to hear just some of the biblical spiritual wisdom that he was given. Mm -hmm. I thought was pretty impressive, too. Pretty yeah. cool. You, yeah. tell, you tell you the song, songwriter. Some of those, I mean, just the way he would phrase stuff. And we're like, okay, oh, yeah, that's we're going to hold on to that. That's yeah, a good yeah. one. That's solid gold right there. Timestamp uh, that, yeah. But it was pretty, you know, But yeah, obviously, this was also during during COVID, you know, kind of at the peak or middle of that. And so, uh, I remember we went and shot B-roll at their concert, but it was a oh, yeah. there was the drive-in uh, yeah. tour, and yeah. so you know everybody's spaced out, and you know they gave just, us backstage, like they gave us they let them back, and so with like casting crowns, they do a Bible study before every show, and we had yeah. full access. We didn't use any of that, did we? We did not. It but just I mean, didn't feel like it fit the. Yeah. I mean, again, it was like, cool, we're here, but I couldn't find yeah, a place yeah. to, to tie in with the story. But we did use some of the shots of that concert. I know yes, that for sure. We did. But we didn't like behind the stage. I mean, him and and his and the band, they're doing Bible studies and praying. It's it's yeah. he's the real deal, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think, uh, I guess the the we were nominated for some awards uh what? for it yeah like christian oh, like red on. letter red letter awards out in okay. california the the documentary has been nominated which is pretty cool obviously anything that happens there you're going to be first to know but but it's <laughs> it's always exciting man to hear 
not everyone gets to see the fruit in ministry, right? And that doesn't, that should not defer us from doing ministry, but mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you biblically, you, you know, Moses didn't get into the promised land, right? And he did all this other stuff, but he didn't get to the promised land. And so to be able that God allows us to see the fruit, man, and I want to make sure that you're aware feedback after feedback. I, we did a showing, um, a premiere in Knoxville at one of the largest celebrate recoveries in the state. I mean, there was hundreds of people in the room watching it. And I get word on the way home that after it, and they break off in a group, like four people or something like that gave their life to Christ that night. Wow. It's like, man, like wow. that, that's like that fruit is going in up, man. I, it was a very special project. I still think it's very early. I mean, it hadn't even been out a year, you know? Yeah. And so there's some things coming. I've been told that people are that are interested, so it could continue to do this. And people are still renting it and watching it all the time. Uh, there's a special project that you we're, might be doing with Denver here in a little bit um, that's going to kind of have and showcase the documentary that we talked about. But um, I don't want to spill the beans yeah. on that. That's too. just that's a little, the, teaser. little yeah. teaser. Tune in tune in next week and see if he talks about it again. Probably won't. <laughs> while, that's what we call here at S2L dangling, <laughs> dangling carrots. carrots. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> nice. But yeah. eventually we'll be talking about it every week, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. You know, Lord willing. But – but yeah, man. So tell us. You you hinted towards it. What you've been reading lately? What what what? Where's God have you in His Word? Yeah. So well, our church um, is doing this yearly Bible plan, and uh, it's we just turned into just crossed into second Second uh, Corinthians. So uh, anyway, I've been rocking First Corinthians here recently, and we're basically you know we're basically reading the New Testament a year, kind of collectively as a church. And it's been cool to to talk to other people, other other you know friends, members, and whatnot, and just be you know what's what's the Lord teaching you. But uh, I, I, again, I, I talked about a little bit. I, was, I laughed. I was reading 1 Corinthians 10 this uh, couple weeks ago, and, or a couple days ago. Sorry, not a couple weeks, a couple days ago. And um, I hear Chitty's voice in my head. No temptation has overtaken no, you that is not common, not to, common man. to man. Yeah, me too, man. God is faithful. <laughs> and he, yeah, beyond your ability. Like, so, and it would provide a way of escape. Like, I just have, like, Chitty's whole, like, time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but, like, yeah. and, that, and that was the first time, not the first time I'd heard that that passage when you said it, when you quoted it on the documentary Chitty, but like that was the first one I was like, Oh yeah, this is, this is speaking to, I mean, it speaks to all sorts of temptation, right? Like sure. to, all sorts of sin. But, mm-hmm. um, and I actually, I shared that with, uh, with the guy that I work with and you know, who's been, who's been kind of struggling with some different stuff. Um, not, not, uh, substance abuse, but anyway, just like, Hey man, here we go. It, it, there's, it's not, it's not above a, a yeah. way out a, a way of escape. You gotta look for it. You gotta own it. You gotta, you know, just take take it captive. Yeah. Yeah. So. And same, same, by the way, like when I read certain things, I read, I, I read it in the void and it's from the documentary where he gets fired up, but <laughs> not that he was doing scripture, but there's one part of the documentary. I think he put it on the trailer too, because it was epic. And Chitty goes, uh, um, I'm defined by the name of Jesus and in, I guess that is scripture uh, and in Christ, I'm a new creation and I take heart in that or something like that. <laughs> I, I thought yep. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, (laughs) it's amazing being a part of something so much bigger than yourself i remember the day we went to that theater where was it at smyrna oh yeah we the when we premiered the documentary at the theater and that was pretty man i just remember walking in there and just like seeing how god used this ministry and the men that god brought to us and so many people outside in such a significant way to get a message of hope and freedom proclaimed to an audience who is in desperate need of hearing that, you know, 
Because the common, you know, agenda pushed is not of that, that there is no freedom, um, that there is no Christ involved in addiction. And to proclaim truth in such a mighty way and be a part of something so much bigger than ourselves, it's like, man, the feeling behind that and just seeing, you know, how far we've come as a ministry and certain things that God continues to call us to that seem, you know, on surface at the time to be, this is way too big. Like God, you, this, this is us. Like yeah. you think that's something we can fulfill. And it's like something he put on your heart and to just see it come to fruition and come to life, man, it was, it, it brought me to tears, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. God is good and did, and did a big and mighty work uh, in that. And, it's really good talking with you, Denver. That's why I just want to share. I don't know what I've told you, what I haven't, but there's just been so much fruit. And I don't want to skip over that, man, because I've had seasons that there's just not fruit, man. And everyone mm. kind of goes through that. And so if you're listening, not trying to shift, but I mean, stay the course, yeah. right? Stay faithful to what God's called you to because you're not promised fruit. You're, but your, your, your obligation is obedience. And, so I, I say that because I've, I've felt that, but I want to honor God in the times that I do see fruit and how how grateful I am for that and how that just charges me up to keep going. And, man, there is, Denver, there has been so much fruit, man, from all over the country, literally every state. I mean, every state I get an uh, – me and Carl get an alert. There's someone renting or, or buying the documentary at theforgottenpandemic.com, theforgottenpandemic.com. <laughs> Someone's getting the documentary, and it's literally every state in these different – I don't know, man. It, it's it's really cool, one, and, and I hope yeah. you feel that and you feel yeah. that you are a part of something and really still are a part of something as, as now we're potentially doing another project soon. And yeah. uh, just thankful for you, man. For it's, sure. It's, it's, mm-hmm. And the quality of your work um, is top-notch, mm-hmm. and which leads me to this. If you need any, but no, no, um, no. <laughs> I do want you to, I do want you to talk a little bit about just because you're, you're passionate about this, but, um, just where God has you now in the, in the place that you're working, the one vision media and what you're doing there and kind of tell us a little bit about that, uh, 10,000 foot view. Yeah. 10,000 foot. I mean, again, and just to reiterate, like nothing you guys, and you guys have just reiterated, just keep saying this, like, I'm totally fine to be the background, be the background dude. You know, it's like, you're like, Hey, come on here, man. Like, yeah. I don't. I'm not the dude that's out there like, like, you know, I'm not the big social media guy. Like here's my, my life, every moment of it today. Right. But, right. Um, yeah. Anyway. So, and, and you guys are the same way. So it's like, as much as you guys joke about the, like, it's like, you know, dude, yes, please people out there. I hope you know the real guys and, and you see their hearts, but um, right. in mine as well. But Thank anyway, you. yeah, this uh, new company, man, obviously 2020 was a, was a crazy year for the whole world. And um, I probably wouldn't have taken the step had it not been, you know, the world in, in chaos, but um because it's a, it's a startup I'm working for. And basically the 10,000 foot view is uh, our CEO, uh, great Christian believer and has a heart for the world and basically wants to, he tried, He thinks he's figured out a way that he can hopefully make his mark on the world. And um, we can we can hopefully, you know, turn it towards the kingdom in, in a little small way and doing that through uh, the public school system. So kind of a little, kind of a little, you know, little Trojan horse, if you will, you know. Um, and so basically what our, our goal is right now, this kind of phase one is to go into bigger high schools in the country um, we install an LED wall outside for their for their stadium, and then one for the arena. And oh, we, wow. um, yeah, really. So like, so like that, uh, you're talking about like jumbotron type jumbotrons, like a fifty by twenty five LED wow. wall. Wow. Um, and most wow. like you're like, oh man, high schools don't have that. Well, in Texas, let me tell you, they do Come, have that now. now oh, where where <laughs> do they have them at? Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, the, in the, Texas, yeah, baby. <laughs> that's right. 
So um, I guess I guess my alma mater up in Ohio has it as well now too. So it's not just Texas. Oh, though. there you the go. Okay, okay. The, right, the two right, worst so. states on the planet. They just bring <laughs> up and they're they're bonding over right now. All right, but, sorry. Uh, go ahead. But anyway, okay. So uh, I was at the game where Vince Young beat us up up there in the shoe. But anyway, um, so uh, yeah, that um, uh, that's another fun story. But regardless, back to what I was talking about. So. Yeah, basically installing the, the big the big LED walls and then camera package and switchers and all this stuff that typically, you know, schools can't do that because it takes typical production takes like 10 people. You have a you have a shader, you have an instant replay person, you have a director, you have a TD, technical director, you have all the camera operators. And it was like, well, you can't really do, you know, ESPN type content without having um, without without having a huge crew and it's cost prohibitive. So we've kind of developed this uh, custom workflow, if you will. That can basically we kind of we kind of run you know a whole show flow and from pregame through postgame and you know we've got um, human interest stories that we do we'll interview the coaches we'll interview the players uh, we'll we'll shoot a hype reel ahead of time you know preseason and play that every week and then they run on the field for that but um, and then we do instant replay and um, you know cover the whole game throughout the whole game and so it's a whole about it's all about fan engagement fan experience and the, the way it's paid for is through sponsorship through like big big national brands. I mean, that, that's so the goal. Is marketing the, on locally or nationally, they're marketing on these things yeah. geared towards the high school students, perhaps, or their families. And let me just get this straight. Like, are y'all running it or are you training them so, to run it eventually? So we have one, I, I talked about the big crew. We basically are able to hire one site producer at the school who's able to do all the, inter- conduct all the interviews, runs the hype shoots, all that stuff. And then the games, they're the director. They're also the person running instant replay and they're doing all this stuff because our system is basically designed for one or two people to run wow. rather than 10. And the students, we train and equip the students to run cameras for us. And, you know, they're on comms and stuff like that. So wow. ultimately, so yeah, That's there's, huge. you know, each, each school has 20 to 30 students that, that the site producer is able to pour into on a weekly basis at games, but also like part of their jobs. Um, and that's, that's who I lead. I, I lead the site producers. I'm, I'm director of site production. So like, um, four, four hours a week, I want 10% of the week to be investing in students. And, you know, that's just, you know, that's having a conversation that's, that's caring about their parents or their families or whatever's going on. And then hopefully someday, I mean, you know, they, we, we try to have guys that are believers that are in that position because it's, well, first of all, they need to, they, it's basically a youth pastor mindset, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing with some production skills, but, um, wow. you know, they're, 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 they're important these kids every week. And, uh, they, we've had some incredible relationships built and, uh, the stuff that we're doing there is, is awesome. So anyway, so that's, that's kind of the big picture. Um, you know, it's huh. serving, it's ultimately trying to serve the community, uh, you know, raise the production level. That's going to, again, the Trojan horse to get us in. But um, through every production we do, we try to just just tailor it back a little bit, something positive, end on a positive note. What makes, you know, nothing special about me, you know, like we'll, we'll have a, a thing where they're talking about the, the coach and he'll he'll end his, his segment talking about, you know, how we can all make the place better if we if we bond together. It's it's not about like the me, 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 me thing. It's, it's a, and, and even players, we're asking them, hey, what do you want your legacy to be? You know, oh, I want to be the best running back. No, that's not a legacy, man. Like you as a person, what makes you unique? What, how are oh, you uniquely gifted? Wow. And so, um, you know, these are, so we can kind of use kingdom language and not, you know, not bring Christ into it. But obviously, certainly if they ask us, you know, we'd love to have that conversation. But it's, a, it's just a little way to hopefully move the needle one to two percent and see how the world changes. What a thoughtful, it's amazing, dude. thoughtful. So- intentional situation so just kind of the the way i received that was almost like for your high school not like d1 espn 50 cameras all that but i mean i wouldn't even say d2 because they don't have it but you're like a d1 platform 
bringing it scaled to a high school sponsors paying for it and promoting it because they're being their brand is being discussed pouring into the youth training the youth when they leave high school they're going to have that on a resume no mm-hmm. doubt about it yep. you're pouring into them four hours a week you're doing the hype stories like a d1 you're doing the hype reels and the personal interest stories yeah. that's not done that's next level <laughs> and very thoughtful man for the kingdom and and i appreciate that what's a website they can go to or something like that to check it out if, i believe if it is uh onevision.media and one i'm going to verify yes and I would plug uh, Denver as like a videographer for anyone, but he's so busy. <laughs> We're lucky to have him for 30 minutes here. So I'm not even going to burden that because I don't even want to ask. I, but, I, yeah, say, I say no too many, too often these days, yeah. but it's okay. Um, yeah, I'm just happy to, happy to be happy and be able to take care of my family. So, Yeah, man, you're a blessing. Uh, and he also serves at our church and does things for them on the, in the band, on the drums, but also videographer. He does a lot, cuts a lot of their – he just has a heart for the Lord, man, and he's very gifted. And he's using his talents well, and I know I'm thankful. I know Carl is, uh, and Ryan. Carl's definitely. He's basically like, yeah, man. Carl, text me anytime. You know, whatever you need. Yeah. So, man, just that kind of heart. So, you got anything else? Man, you're just such a gentle, kindred, loving spirit. Like you're infectious, just who you are as a person. And I really love you. I appreciate you. Um, and even speaking for Carl, man, like just you mentoring him through the whole process and progression of everything into how he's grown into the role that he has now. I know that means the world to him. So I'm extremely grateful for for that as well. Yeah, man. Well, man, I love you guys. And again, yeah, for whatever little small role I can play. And hopefully, uh, you know, add what you're doing and, and add the kingdom I am all about. So thank you for uh, for including me on the journey. And I know we're not done yet. That's it. Come on, baby. Big things on the horizon. <laughs> Here Here's a carrot. <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, man, love you, brother. And that's you Life After Addiction. You better believe it. Life After Addiction is a production of S2L Recovery. If you have any questions you'd like answered on the podcast, email them to info at springtolife.net. That's info at spring, the number two, life.net. And for more information on addiction recovery, visit s2lrecovery.org. Have you ever attempted to read the entire Bible? Did you do it, or did you only make it part way? I'm John Stonge, and I host a podcast that will make it possible for you to make it through the entire Bible, one chapter at a time. I've been hosting the Chapter a Day Audio Bible Podcast since 2015, and every single day of the week, I read one chapter of Scripture, then follow that up with a time of prayer. And if you're looking for daily insights and inspiration directly from God's Word, I hope you'll give the Chapter a Day Audio Bible a listen. You can find it at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.